Welcome to the Agile Coffee Podcast, Season 4. That's right, when you take a long break, you just call it a new season. That way, you know, any cliffhangers, anything you left over from, oh, months and months ago that you've been meaning to get to, you just, like, tuck that in the category of cliffhangers, things that are coming back later after uh, after the new season gets picked up. Well, congratulations to Agile Coffee. We've been picked up for a new season. That means at least another 17 episodes of the Agile Coffee podcast, right? This is episode 52, so that means we've had three seasons of 17 episodes, and we are entering our fourth year now, so, you know, that's all good. Let's call it good. Season four of the Agile Coffee podcast, now part of the Agile Podcast Network. Ooh. That's right. The Agile Podcast Network is a collection of the best Agile-centric podcasts all in one place. I mean, you can hear Josh and Bob with the Metacast, Corey doing the Deliberate Cast, Paul with Reflection as a Service. That's a couple of marketing-focused podcasts related to Agile. Of course, friend of the show, Ryan, with his Agile for Hummus. Wait, humans. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all of us, part of the Agile Podcast Network. For more information on that, you can go to agilepodcastnetwork.com or on Twitter, check out uh, agilepodnet and, uh, and find more information on who we are and what we can deliver to your eardrums. So in today's episode, um, we're going to do a few things. First, I'm going to visit the Scrum gathering that occurred in Munich, Germany, back in October of 2016. Talk to a few folks there, including Kim. Uh, listeners of episodes 50 and 51 will recall that I am a co-chair of the upcoming Global Scrum Gathering in San Diego. That's right, SGCal for short. Look for that on Twitter. Kim Brainerd, my partner in crime and <laughs> other co-chair, uh, was on the last episode, episode 51, so check that out. And uh, since then, we've been very busy putting together the program and all sorts of other things, making a, making the three-day gathering upcoming in April just the most fantastic and amazing gathering this world has ever seen. Right? That's our goal. So stay tuned for later in the episode. You'll hear more. And then finally, we'll have a look at what's coming up in future Agile Coffee episodes. So sit back, relax, and prepare yourselves for an exciting premiere of Season 4 of Agile Coffee, beginning in Munich. Willkommen zum Podcast 250 aus München. That means, welcome to the Agile Coffee Podcast, episode 52, live from Munich. Awesome. <laughs> Can't believe I got through it. That's the most German I think I've that spoken all my good. life. That's so very good. You're thank almost you very like much. a real German now. Thank you very much. So this is Vic Bonacci. You can reach me online at Agile Coffee. I've got a few guests here, some familiar names. Uh, Stuart Fish is here. Anderson Hummel is here. Welcome, guys. Hi there. Hi, man. How are you? I'm doing great. We are here at the Scrum Gathering Munich. Mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of uh, 2016, this is, I guess, October 2016, so it coincides with Oktoberfest, or in in American terms, it might sound like it's Oktoberfest, but really Oktoberfest is 
August or so, it's isn't like it? Like September, yeah. It's almost like welcoming in October. So I'm but so think, sad about it. Yeah, and you got a big flavor of that last night at the beer hall. So. Yeah, we had the beer garden experience yesterday. That was uh, quite a band. They were playing some polka tunes, obviously, but they also played some uh, some Neil Diamond, some uh, uh, what was the. Uh, one Tanameda, they played, um, Take Me Home Country Roads. Country uh, Roads, Bob favorite. Denver, they played some of that. They played YMCA and I was out. As soon yeah, as they played yeah, YMCA. Yeah. Yeah, I thought like, you got up and started dancing at that point. So. Well, there was a little dancing involved too, but <laughs> that was a great time. It was a beer hall, so. Yeah, a lot, of, and the food is awesome. Oh, the food is here is so good. So, the beer too, but the food is awesome. Like, unbelievable. Like, pork, awesome. Really good. <laughs> so we'll be talking about Scrum and Agile on this podcast, but I mean, it's a party. Here we are at the happy hour event sponsored by IBM. So thank you, IBM. That's at Agile IBM for those of you trying to follow on Twitter. Um, Stuart, you live here. It, not yeah. here in Munich, but close next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, just outside. This is my like home base, Munich. I mean, Munich's, uh, Bavaria is a great city or mm. Bavaria is a great state. And so, uh, mm. friendly. The Bavarians have a good sense of humor. So it's really funny. So coming from Scotland mm. via Finland, uh, I kind of enjoy here. And they drink a lot. So that's yeah. also for Scots people very important. Yeah. And the community is good. There's a very active agile community here. There's, really? there's, uh, I've given you a talk on, I'm on a panel on f- Monday night, Save Less on Nexus, and there's 170 people coming. Wow. I have no idea what I'm really? going to say, but anyway, it's, yeah, it's really big. It's really awesome. active. Awesome. Very good, So it's man. pretty cool. There's an agile, there's a, also an English-speaking uh, agile community here, which always gets like 100 people every two weeks. So, so that's a good point, too. Here at the, at the gathering, there's about 650 or so people, um, yeah. and every session that I've been to is... is Conducted in English. Yeah. Um, the keynote, the the sessions, the facilitation of the open space, everything has been in English. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to um, scare people away by thinking, oh, if I go to a gathering overseas, I have to speak the native language. No, that's not necessary. I think no, it's all here, na- native language. Here at the English beginning sounds. of the podcast, when I said uh, "zwei uno fünfzig," <laughs> that's like the most German I think I've ever spoken in my life. So. Um, yeah, I get by quite fine. Yeah, and a lot of most companies here, yeah, bigger companies, they have a often the, the the corporate language is English because the teams are a mix up of people from other European countries and often a lot of offsite in India. So usually, find even with German companies like Siemens or so, they have a lot of international people there. So English is a common business language. So, what are your top takeaways that we've seen so far? What have you seen that you're excited about or that you want to? Like, I was share? in one session that. Sometimes this happens, like I was on the Andrea Tomazini session that he talks about resilience and anti-fragile. And do you know when sometimes you watch like someone's talking and you need, just need to, and you think, oh, I need to read, to read, to read out of that books because I need to understand everything again. Like it was a really good session. One of the best ones that I have this year, probably better than the ones that I don't say that, but it's a really, 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 really good session. I think probably a guy that, that guy can also be the, like um, be a speaker or something in another in the keynote in another gathering. Was a really good one. I really like it. Yeah, and I was in uh, some so coaching open spaces today. That was quite good. And and uh, the old favorite of what to do with the CSP communicate came back. I mean, I was in with that session with Bernie, and I'm pretty keen to see how. And then. I was in a session about mentoring towards CTC and CEC. Oh, good. And then one of the things there is pretty cool to think about how to open up the mentoring in the CSP community so that people who want to transition to CEC can mentor 
aspiring CS peers and, and try to build something really valuable around that. So that's pretty cool. So one of my takeaways is to, to latch on to Bernie and see how I can help out with the yeah, CSP Bernie's community. Yeah, was called something about the genius of CSP or, or something to that effect. Yeah, unlocking the... Unlocking, yeah. Something genius. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that was good. That was yeah. Good. And you had a session yesterday, Anderson. You led uh, Learning 3.0, right? Yeah, yeah. I provided a session and, like, it's the second time that I provide the session in a global gathering. But I really like, like, the results of that se- session because most of the people are so, so engaged. Like, sometimes they speak only in German, like, have a specific group that they just speak in German, but only that. But they are really, really so enthusiastic about the concept. And I was like answering some questions after the session I think that people like it like sure you were there yeah? I was there I, I really liked it I, I thought the session was good it was high energy and the one and a half hours went by quickly but I also got the, the canvas the 3.0 learning canvas and think it's, it's really a thing you can use to like crowdsource solutions to problems with a group and by telling stories by sharing ideas and it was good so I, I'm pretty keen to try that you know I'll try it as soon as I can in the next week with customers so I've got a copy of that canvas can you just in a, in a nutshell explain what the canvas Canvas is. It's got the four different columns, right? Yeah, Past yeah. and present. Um, the, basically, the canvas like works in this way. Like you always start with a problem and symptoms of that problems, and then you oh how my future can be like, and then you just think about the results. Like if you solve that problems, what will happen? And after that, you start to discuss about like uh, histories that you have in the past that you also try to solve that problem. Maybe sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. And after you talk about like ideas to, to solve that, and then you will try something, like you just choose something to try. But the canvas for itself is a really good tool. But what you what what most important thing like is that as a learning 3.0 technique, make everybody share the experience that they have and in a lot of ways people learn something. Not only the canvas but something about the subject. This is what's good. And was that developed by the Happy Melly group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, it's like on the Happy Melly umbrella. That's a really big umbrella that have like management 3.0 and learning. And you're going to Yeah. And it's like, it's really good. And have some, some kind of like facilitators in Germany, but like, unfortunately, none, none of them come here. But yeah, it's, it's getting bigger. Yeah, I think uh, Jurgen, I think, is on book tour still. And I think he tweeted out lately that he was in the U.S., uh, again, I know he just made a big tour through the U.S. back in August, July and August, but uh, maybe he's back there again. He's a busy sure. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so a question for you actually is how how are you feeling about um, your personal feeling? You're organizing with Kim uh, San Diego 2017, and you're shadowing the guys here. So yeah. uh, you know, how are you currently? We're about half, we're just over halfway. So what's your current take on it? Yeah, um, a lot of great takeaways. Uh, what these guys are doing here. Um, Kim and I, as you said, are co-chairs. So Kim's taking most of the notes, which is leaving me to do most of the drinking. I mean, most of the observing. That's excellent. Right? Um, no, we're, we're having a great time. We're going to participate in the retrospective here as well tomorrow. Uh, have a sit-down with uh, both Bjorn and, and Sorab and, um, you know, get some takeaways. Plus, Kate and Anu are here, and they've been the, the co-chairs uh, back in Orlando. And they're kind of serving as our mentors and also the mentors of the co-chairs here at Munich. Um, a lot of really good takeaways because 
you know, one thing that they're doing here for the first time is they're having on the middle day, day two, um, the open space, which is what we put into our proposal as well. So we'd like to do an open space on the second day. So that was particularly interesting to see how they pulled it off. And I think they did a great job today. They did a, they had the, the keynote in the morning. Uh, the second day keynote was Chris Gravery and he, brought a high degree of excitement and energy to mm-hmm. it yeah. and then that rolled right into a really uh, powerful open space um, you know session day of sessions kept everybody here as well are you yeah. planning to do some kind of different like than any other great things like this is um, like they're trying to do like this kind of open space in the middle but are you thinking to do some kind of different or well I can't give away all of our secrets now I mean oh, people man. have to come to uh, San Diego in April to find out more but I will say this Uh, we are going to do the open space. We are planning for it to be the second day. And so on the third day, there will be um, a pretty powerful keynote speaker as well that we'd like to have people stick around for. But one um, one part of the open space that we're really happy about is we've got two uh, open space facilitators who will be co-facilitating the open space. And I think that works well with the co-chair aspect of it. Uh, and, you know, I do pair coaching too, so I mean... Get two people involved, and I'm a happy guy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're looking forward to that, and I'm sure we'll make an announcement uh, with the program sometime in December, like who these these facilitators are. Good. And have, um, when do you think that you have like some kind of like program, or when do you think that? What are expectations about program or something like that? So um, the program hasn't been put together yet. As you know, Anderson, you're on the uh, reviewing committee with us. In fact, you're one of the track chairs, or, or we call you scrum masters. You're an assistant scrum master of one of the tracks. Um, so the review submission uh, window is, sorry, the submission window, I should say, is open until October 31st. So you still have a few more days to get a submission in, um, as long as I get this edited and up there in time, right? <laughs> There's still a few more days. Uh, and then we'll have reviews going throughout the month of November. And then sometime in early December, Kim and I will put together the program. And then we will um, announce the program, I think, maybe around the 15th or so of December. Excellent. Just in time for Christmas. That's right. It'll be a, a nice holiday gift for everyone. And normally, like, all of the tickets are sold out, like, one month or two months before, yeah, the conference? Yeah, it usually sells out. I mean, Munich sold out, what, about a month ago or so. Um Like I said, there's about 644 people, I think, here in attendance. Um, in in Orlando, we had about 1,140-some, and uh, we're really shooting for a goal of 1,500 in San Diego. So I'm not sure what the... Um, I think we've got about 200 tickets already sold for San Diego. It's still quite early, but um, we do expect it to sell out. I'm not sure when it will sell out, but we'll be... Um, sending out tweets and, and emails and updates to the scrumalliance.org website um, throughout the process to let people know, hurry up, there's only 100 tickets left or something like that. Okay, yeah. I look forward. It'll be exciting. Yeah, sure. yeah I hope to see you guys both there. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. I'd be down. Any other takeaways? Anything... Uh, That you're looking forward to maybe tomorrow or next? I'm I'm looking forward to the keynote tomorrow. I think that's going to be really funny with uh, Olaf and Dave and uh, was it Nike? Um, Is it Nigel? Nigel, no. yeah. Uh-huh. So that Baker. So that'll be funny, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I think that was good, and it's just great to meet everybody. It's this community thing. It's great to meet you guys again. Yeah, yeah. So we hooked up in Orlando, and that's really exciting. And then to see what's happening for uh, San Diego next year. So that, that's been for me really good. I'm looking forward to tomorrow just to yeah. catch up with people. And then tomorrow I'd like to take part in the, the coaching um, clinic. 
Right, yeah, I mentioned to uh, someone who was there, um, Tom, that uh, I wanted to be a part of the coaching clinic too, but I'm here in Munich this time at the gathering so I could shadow the chairs, uh, Bjorn and uh, Sorab. Yeah, the big Bjorn, a really good guy. Yeah, so um, anyway, I wanted to thank you guys for stopping by. Stuart, his his Twitter handle is fishstua, S-T-U-A, at uh, on Twitter and Anderson is at Anderson underscore Humel and I'll have both of those up on the webpage at agilecoffee.com slash episode 52 that's agilecoffee.com slash episode 250 well, thanks a lot, and your German is just excellent. Look who's here. Hi, Kim. Hey, Vic. How you doing? I'm doing great. Kim can be reached at AgileBrain1. Yes, AgileBrain1 is my Twitter. That's the Twitter. AgileBrain.net. So in uh, episode 51, Kim and I had a nice little chat, and uh, here we are now in Munich. We are. It's uh, actually I just got chills thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, It is. It's amazing. It's it's been a great experience. It's unbelievable today is tuesday things really kicked off for me uh wednesday evening or excuse me friday evening yeah and unfortunately with a nice cold but luckily recovery fever of 102 (laughs) yeah um luckily i was recovered and able to uh start the festivities on sunday and have my my partner in crime victor bonacci join us sunday night this has been great yeah um, yeah, Sunday night I came in, and uh, all day yesterday, Monday, we were engaged in the first day of the conference. Uh, we went out to the beer garden. We were talking with uh, Anderson and Wait, Stuart hosh, earlier. Hosh, hosh. <laughs> uh, what a time. It has been. I, I, I really like to ensure that uh, Bjorn and Sora are just, yeah. they've just really done a great job. We have a lot to... We have a lot to look forward to, but the, the uh, stakes are high. The bar okay. has been set. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that we can get them on, on this podcast here tomorrow as part of episode 52. Or I was told to say it's episode 250. I don't have to repeat that, do I? No. Okay, thank you. I can't even repeat it. <laughs> um, yeah, they've been doing a great job. Yeah. Really fantastic. Starting off with... The energy that they brought to, to the room, the energy, and the room was truly alive. Um, we had a, we had some really good content in the keynote, and then the sessions just flowed. There was a couple great sessions that I, I attended. Uh, yeah, what, of, what are some of your takeaways? I uh, so some of my takeaways. I love the open space on day two. Did you? Yeah, I really did. Our, the keynote was also then on the second day, sure. and yeah, so Chris the Ray keynote Ray. with the yeah. second day, with he was great. The message, mm-hmm. I loved his message. Again, the energy in the room, the way they started us off, and then going the I actually timed it. The time box for everyone, six hundred forty-four individuals yep. to remove and stack six hundred forty-four chairs took. A hair less than four minutes. That's unbelievable. When you told me that, I was, I had a state of, I was in a state of disbelief because that's a lot of chairs to move and stack. But um, it was, and uh, I'd also like to add, they didn't just move and stack the chairs; they actually exited the room as well, so that everybody was able to ensure that they could get back a break and get back into the room. Mm -hmm. Another exercise that I really thought was exciting is that we actually had hallway. Uh, facilitation. There's a lot of hallway facilitation that's gone on, not just during the day, 
uh, to ensure that people were aware of, of their time. But we've had it here uh, at the happy hour that IBM is hosting tonight. Yes. It was great. So what else did I like? I, I love the flow of everything. We, we, it's a movement Trump city. We continue to move. Absolutely. We are yeah. moving up and down. I thought at first that I wouldn't care for having uh, different floors that we have to mm-hmm. go to. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've actually enjoyed having the ability... Um, and one nice thing is the elevators are there for those who are not able to take the stairs. So everything's right. nice and um, well, Yeah, I'm thinking organized. back to Orlando. It was all on one floor. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of walking, but it was all on one floor. Right. Um, here in, like you said, here in Munich, it's on three floors. Yeah. Uh, you've got multiple stairwells, which I've been using. But like you said, there's the elevators, so that's fine. In San Diego, we'll be on two different floors, mm-hmm. I think, primarily. Uh, we're still working out the logistics, but, I mean, it just looks like a fabulous, place where we're going to be at the Sheraton uh, San Diego Marina yeah, uh, plenty hotel. of outside area to go it's, and it's going to be wonderful, it's right across from the airport so people will have no problem getting from the airport in San Diego to the venue because it's so close um, I, I, I may, I probably will pack too much and have to get a taxi across the street yeah <laughs> I mean you've got the best story going back to the um, the scrum retreat that we had back in February or so mm-hmm. earlier this year how you were you had a delay yeah i I didn't even know that uh one i'd be the co-chair for san diego and two i actually did not know that the sheraton marina in san diego was going to be the location right for the uh next u.s gathering and so i think i had it was ended up being a 10-hour delay yeah and I unfortunately did not plan ahead. I decided to go to the airport and find out that I had a 10-hour delay. So it ended up being 13 hours because I got to the airport too early anyways. So I had plenty of time to check out the uh, the, the uh, landscape of the Sheraton and walked across the street. So if anybody needs tips, please feel free to shoot me a message. I'll be more than happy to direct you straight across the parking lot from the airport and right into the Sheraton. And I'll be there in a week myself to check out the venue. Uh, Kate McGaw will be there with me. As most of you know, Kate McGaw and Anu Smalley both were the co-chairs back in Orlando. They did such a great job dressing up in spacesuits and walking into the tune of uh, Bowie's Space Oddity. And um, they are serving as mentors for the the chairs going forward, at least for the next year or so. So they're here in Munich with us as well. Maybe we'll get them on the podcast here. Um, they're mentoring Bjorn and Sorab, as well as uh, you and I. They're mentoring us. And, and also Singapore as well. Yeah, they'll be in Singapore yes, too. Singapore so. as well. So yeah. it's very exciting. Uh, yeah, really. So, so you just mentioned spacesuits. What is you, are your thoughts, Vic, on us and our entry for San Diego? I mean, should we wear like wetsuits or something and keep the suits theme going? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to keep the suits Come in on alive. surfboards. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's guessing that we're going to be on surfboards, that. right? I don't know. I don't think that's going to be it. So. Yeah. Somehow, some way, yeah. it will come to us. I'm yeah. not sure what it is yet. But it will be fun. It will be exciting. Maybe like we I, can open it up to the listeners. What ideas do you have? Hit us up on Twitter. Tell Agile Coffee and, and let us know what you think we should be doing when we make our entrance to the Sheraton. What do you want to see us? Yeah. Us do what we's going to. You tell us, and then we're going to do something different anyway. But you know, make it fun. <laughs> Participate with us. Become part of the conversation. Um, go to the website agilecoffee.com/episode52. That's episode zwei Unots. Yeah, my German's getting worse as the night goes on. 
Um, have another wine. Yeah, exactly. And let us know. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Um, you could see any of the show notes there, though, as well. Hey, Vic, I just have one more thing to say. Yeah, Kim, what's up? So the journey that we've had thus far since yeah. we've taken this journey and submitting to be co-chairs up until this exciting moment that we're actually standing here great, yeah. doing this podcast in Munich, Germany, I'd like to say thank you for being an awesome partner, an amazing friend, an amazing mentor, and thank you for dealing with me even in my times of being a Kim. I'm cheering up. It's dusty in here. <laughs> No, you really are a good, great partner, uh, I mean, and I appreciate it. It goes back to you, likewise. I mean, people can't see us wearing these shirts unless we take a picture and put it on the website. Oh, we should. Slash episode 52, and you can see us wearing our shirts. But you had them made. Obviously, Stuart Young designed the um, the logo for us. And it's it's quite um, illustrative of our... Oh, hey, Maria's got something going on. Um, but it's called Coffee for the Brain. So you'll see the Agile Brain... Um, with Agile Coffee being poured on it. So check out our T-shirts online as well. I think Maria is about to start spinning. So uh, with that, maybe we'll turn it over so, to some music and um, get the party underway. All right. Okay, thank you so much, and I look forward to having the rest of the few days with you. Thanks, Kim. And they stay there, and they stay... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well... I wish I could have stayed there in Munich. It was a fabulous time for those uh, three days of conference. Plus, uh, I actually hung around an extra day, took in the town of Munich, just kind of wandered around and um, enjoyed the sights. What a marvelous area, not only uh, the town of Munich, but all of Bavaria and Germany. And I, I'd, I'd love to go back. Um, it was a great time. As you heard there, uh, Maria, that was Maria Martorelli, actually, CST. She does a little... A little DJing there, so she um, helped take us out of the uh, of the interview. It would have been great to get a few other voices included in that interview process. There, um, Bjorn Jensen and Sarab Salimi did a fantastic job as co-chairs. I did get to talk to them, but unfortunately, it was not uh, not to be recorded. So um, maybe another time down the road. Uh, both of them CSTs. Uh, did a great job. CSTs were well represented there, um, as in most gatherings. Uh, we had a they had a closing mashup on the end of day three. They had Mark Summers, who's a CST, Nigel Baker as well, um, Dave Chirac uh, from Canada is a CST and a CEC, and Olaf Lewitz from um, also from Germany there is a CEC. The keynotes in Munich were were really great. On Monday, the first day, Eric Bowman from Zalando. Was there, and on Tuesday, Christopher Avery, uh, CEO of PartnerWorks, and also the author of uh, the Responsibility Process, among other books, um, they both kicked it off. And then, as I said, we had the uh, the mashup to take us out on um, on Wednesday after the open space. So, so Nigel Baker was one of the was one of the mashup speakers uh, at the end, and he will also be a mashup speaker at the Scrum Gathering in San Diego in April. So I'm happy to announce that. Um, Nigel Baker will be joining uh, in the group of five of them. It'll be Nigel, Chris Lee, uh, who's a CST. Ronica Roth is also a CST. Then you have Brian Rivera and Sharon Bowman. Sharon actually will be doing a class before the gathering in the few days leading up to the gathering. Sharon will be offering her training from the back of the room two-day course, as well as the certification class as well, if people want to 
become the certified teacher or instructor of the training from the back of the room uh, classes. So, yeah, Sharon is one of our five mashup speakers, along with Brian Rivera, Ronica Roth, Chris Lee, and Nigel Baker. Let's see what else do we have to say about the upcoming Scrum Gathering in San Diego. We have, um, I guess it was announced already uh, back in December that that Jeff Sutherland is one of our keynote speakers, so we're excited to have Jeff. And uh, we have another keynote speaker that we are not quite ready to announce yet, so it's a bit of a tease right now. I'm leaving you on the edge of your seat, but next time I talk here on episode 53, I'll be able to walk through... um, both of the keynote speakers in greater detail. So in addition to keynotes, I already mentioned that on day two, we have the mashup keynotes. Those five speakers will be in the morning on day two, followed by an open space on day two. In Munich, they put their open space on the second day as well. However, we're doing things just a little bit different. In the spirit of having co-chairs, we've invited to have two open space facilitators helping us out, and it was announced probably back in November that Jake Calabrese and Allison Pollard are both going to be teaming up to uh, hold space and uh, and lead us through the open space activities on day two. So very excited to have Allison and Jake, very good friends, dear friends of both Kim and myself. Oh, here is here's something. In... In SoCal, which is where I'm at in Southern California, we've got, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, at least 11 speakers or co, co-speakers co together um, that I could discover. I mean, Heidi Helfen, Woody Zwill, John Reiskowski, Lorraine Aguilar, Roger Brown, Ben Rodelitz, Alicia McLean, Paul Wynia, Zach Boniker, friend of the show, right? Um, in addition to Harold Cobbler and Philmark Rosette. Uh, from Loot Crate, um, bunch of bunch of great people. I know, I know all but one of them. And uh, actually, John Reiskowski, I did talk to him on the phone, so I guess that counts. Um, two of those people, and I'm not going to say which two yet, are going to participate. In addition to speaking, they're going to participate by um, by playing some music and in the opening ceremony. So that's right. We're going to have live music to kick things off. I know that. Back uh, some years ago, a couple of years back, when they had the Scrum Gathering in in New Orleans, they started off with a little parade with a lot of uh, with a little New Orleans jazz band coming down the aisle. Um, we're doing something similar to that. I'm not going to give away too much, but we will have some live music to start things off on Monday, April 10th at the Scrum Gathering. So uh, if you have not yet bought your tickets, um, plenty of tickets are still available, um, although you better better hurry up the... The early bird registration has sold out, but uh, but we still do have tickets available. So sign up today. Go to scrumalliance.org slash sgcal, and you can get all the details, including any uh, breaking news that I'm not permitted to say right now on, on the podcast. But uh, Scrum Alliance will be announcing a few other things, and, and I'm sure I will next week on episode 53. A couple last things that I I can kind of tease out about the gathering. It hasn't been formally announced yet, but there will be a CSP retreat um, maybe a day or so prior to the gathering. 
And uh, it's going to be in an open space format for, for CSPs to come. I'm not sure yet what the uh, registration will look like for that. I believe it's free included in the price of your, your paid registration to the gathering, but it might be limited to the first, I don't know, some number of, of CSPs. So that's great because it's the first time we're going to be having the CSPs with their own one-day get-together a retreat in this case to talk about what it means to be a CSP and how we can contribute back to our community, engage others, maybe develop others as CSPs and that sort. And as I said, it will be organized using the open space framework. Who's going to be holding space? I know, but I can't say. Listeners to the Agile Coffee podcast will recognize this name very well. He's a friend of the podcast and a longtime guest. And let's just leave it at that for now. Um, so, yeah, Southern California is well represented. And uh, if you if you want more information, please go to the Scrum Alliance website, uh, scrumalliance.org slash SGCal. You can also look on Twitter, use the hashtag SGCAL. Um, follow that for more information. Okay. That's my duties as the co-chair to get a little bit of word out about the gathering that's coming up in April. So now I'd like to just spend just a couple minutes and talk about where we're going with this podcast over the next few months and year. As you know, I've been sharing the Agile Coffee podcast since March of 2014, so that's three years. And again, reminding you, this is season four. And we've been pretty much using the Lean Coffee format the whole time, um, having a, a number of guests who uh, kind of cycle through and meet with me face-to-face -face in the Southern California community. Uh, however, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you'll also recall that we've done a couple of Skype-based uh, Lean Coffees, so I plan to do more of that this year. Um, if you'd like to be a part of an upcoming episode recorded over Skype, uh, hit me up. Use the hashtag TellAgileCoffee or just DM me on Twitter at AgileCoffee. That'd be great. Let me know if you want to be a part of one of the upcoming podcast recordings, and I'll loop you in. Happy to do that. Our very next episode, actually, episode 53, was also recorded over Skype, and I'll have that up in the next week or two. Barry Carden and Amelia Breton-Lake both joined me back in October-November of 2016 up in Northern California uh, at a camp, actually a campsite, and this was for the Agile Coaching Institute's five-day Agile Coaches Boot Camp. It's a combination of their two-day facilitators training and a three-day coaching Agile teams training and that was led by Lisa Adkins, Michael Hammond, and David Chilcott, among others, uh, part of ACI's group there. It was a fantastic time. I cannot say enough about it. And uh, you're going to have to come back to episode 53 to hear all about it. So um, we had a great time. There were 30 of us in the cohort that went through it for all five days at the end of 2016. So a lot to say on that. Let's see. Also coming up, we're going to have a podcast panel to be recorded at the gathering in San Diego in April. We will get together with whoever whoever comes to the gathering and does their own podcast, <laughs> or maybe other people who have been interviewed on podcasts. We'd like to get a, a few of us together uh, with some microphones and, and a dozen or a couple of dozen maybe people in the audience so we can get some questions and talk about what podcasting means and why to 
be a part of a podcast, what it can do to your own coaching practice or training practice if you happen to be a trainer, how it can help you develop your own skills as a scrum master, as a coach, and uh, some of the methods that you can use to go about starting your own podcast and getting that shared with many, many people. So that's something that we look forward to recording, and I will put that also onto the uh, an upcoming episode of the Edge of Coffee podcast. In addition, there's three things that I would like to commit to doing this year. One is to get a new deck of cards out. So that's something that I did for the Kickstarter campaign at the end of 2015, is I created the three decks of Lean Coffee cards, the uh, conversation starters. And now I've got a fourth deck that's going to be shared with only the participants of that campaign and, and some selected friends and guests around the, the area. So if you see me, ask me for a deck of cards and I'll give you one. I can't sell them. I have to uh, only give them away. It's, it's one of those things. I've also got another podcast that I'm happy to be putting more and more time into. I am ready to release the name, although I haven't yet released the first podcast. Um, episode one of the PATH podcast uh, features Heidi Helfand, and that will be coming out sometime toward the end of April. In fact, you know what? I'm just going to say May because April is pretty much consumed by um uh, by the Scrum Gathering. So let's say May. Look for a new podcast. This is focusing on servant leadership, among other things. How did you get to where you are? Uh, it's a one-on-one -on -one type of a podcast where I take time and I talk to just one person and we get to know, you know, how did they make their way to where they are today? What's, uh, what does it look like is on their path going forward? Things like that. Um, I'm really curious about how we all got here and, you know, what it is this thing called servant leadership. What is that style? What does it mean to you? Uh, so it's a, a way for me to investigate more by asking other people who I know and respect in the community, uh, what does servant leadership mean to them? And it's just not limited to the Agile community. I'm hoping to find other people outside of the coaching uh, space to to kind of extend these these discussions with. And then finally, I guess I'd like to announce that I will be starting a mastermind group in the summer. Mastermind is something that I've been looking forward to doing for a long, long time, uh, at least three years, if not four or five. And what I'm looking for is a small group of people, maybe five or six, that can meet consistently a couple times a month to talk about things that are related to our own careers. So not necessarily you know, how do I become a better coach? Although that's that's a topic that we can we can dive into. But also, how can I start up this part of my career? How can I bootstrap a new entrepreneurial activity or, you know, look into extending or building up my brand in some way? So it's something that I've got experience with. I've I've been a part of a mastermind a little while ago, and I'd like to continue that in the future. So um, I'm going to I'm going to put out an offer sometime in the middle of the summer for people to join me as part of a mastermind collection um, of enthused participants. That's it for today. So I'd like to once again thank my guests, Stuart Fish on Twitter at FishStua, S-T-U-A, Anderson Hummel at Anderson underscore Hummel, and Kim Brainerd 
at AgileBrain1. And uh, we will have all the links to everything that we mentioned today, including links to our friends on Twitter on the website at agilecoffee.com slash episode 53. Once again, this is really exciting for me to announce that I and this podcast are part of the Agile Podcast Network, your one-stop place for finding everything Agile in audio form. So go there, check us out. You know, the website there is agilepodcastnetwork.com. On Twitter, it's agilepodnet. So until next time, enjoy your coffee and beer with friends. Hosh! Coffee.